Well, hey. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Megan. It's been a pretty fucked up week, hasn't it? It really fucking has. That's something for another time, guys. We'll get into that later. We've reached our limit of fuckets. We have no more fucks to give. There are zero fucks. The threshold has been breached this week. Agendas, outlines, all that shit is out the window. We're yeah. just drinking and talking tonight. Yep. We have no plan except to just vent and rant and hopefully uh, get a few things off our chests. Yeah. Not everything. No. As Michelle said, there are things to save for another time. Mm-hmm. It's been a hard week. Well, here's what happened is we sort of had a plan for what we were going to talk about. And then when I got to Megan's tonight, she told me a really fucked up story about a dating thing that happened today. And we just threw our plans out the window because we need to fucking talk about this. Yeah. And we've got some other stuff we could run through, too. So here's what happened today. Well, it actually started on Sunday. I matched on Bumble. We were just kind of casually swapping a few messages back and forth, but I wasn't super focused on it. He also casually sent her a picture the following day that was pretty epic, actually. Blew a few people's <laughs> minds. Unsolicited, let me just say that. Unsolicited and frankly scary for me, uh, anyway. I don't know. I thought it was impressive. But I mean, Mazeltov, but anyway. <laughs> However, it wasn't just all that kind of communication. We were talking about getting together this week. We had sort of tentatively planned on getting together tomorrow night. Then today he messaged me and said, shoot, I can't do tomorrow night. Any chance you could go to dinner with me tonight? I'm happy to drive to meet you or I'll even send an Uber to pick you up if you want, which I was like, that's kind of weird. I've never had anybody offer to do that. Is that really nice or is that a red flag? Well, then he would have your address, which is weird. Yeah, for never I having guess. met somebody. I get, yeah, you're right. So my instinct was to say no to that. But, but I actually had to say, well, you know, I'm sorry, I have plans tonight. I can't, if you can't do it tomorrow night, which it sounds like you can't because you have a conflict, how about we get together on Sunday? And he said, okay. Sunday it is. And I said, did you still want to go to dinner? What do you want to do? He said, sure, let's go to dinner. And then I said, hey, I can't seem to pull your profile up on the app anymore. What happened? Did we unmatch or something? And he replied and said, honestly, felt like it wasn't going anywhere. Didn't want to waste your time or mine. And I was like, uh, you felt like it wasn't going anywhere with me? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, so why are we making plans to hang out then? And he said, just for the sake of it. What the fuck does that even mean? Probably that he just wants to hook up. But I'm like, just for the sake of it? That's your answer? So I said, fucking serious? Pass. And he said... Okay, Miss Blank. And he used my last name from when I was married. That's fucked up. I know. And so I said, why are you using my former name? And he said, fucking serious? Pass. And I just didn't respond again. I have never given him my former last name or my current last name. I'm not on Facebook or social media. So clearly he was just sort of flaunting that he knew who I was. Right. He must have known who I was married to. So I instantly FaceTime my ex-husband. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Do you know this person? And he was like, that's pretty fucked up. I don't know who that is. That sucks. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, let me know if you have any light bulb moments. So neither he or I recognizes or remembers this person from our past. But clearly he wanted to make it obvious since he didn't like my response that he knows shit about me. That's scary. I know. No, it's just like, that's fucking low, man. First of all, tell me out of the gate if you know who I am or you know something about my past. And secondly, don't wait until things are deteriorating to drop it. Almost like a threat or something. Mm -hmm. It just feels... 
No, it feels it feels like a threat. It's creepy. It's unsettling. It's fucking entitled and weird and not okay. And this is exactly what he wants me to feel. He right. wants me to be like, how does this person know me? What mm-hmm. do they know about me? Whatever. And he has the power here. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Ugh. Anyway, uh. before I got into that, wanted <laughs> to give our friends at Bumble, speaking of oh, Bumble, yeah. a big shout out because on our last episode, we were talking about how this guy called me Rachel. <laughs> and we posted a little funny screenshot of that interaction. And Bumble actually reached out and they were kind of laughing, but they were like, that sucks. And they gave me a little boost, which just means that they show your profile to more people, like higher traffic. And then some coins, which you can use for various things on the app. I thought that was cool that they were paying attention and they were like, this sucks. Let us do something to put a smile on your face is what they said. So. It's a classy move, Bumble. Classy yeah, move. way to be classy, Bumble. We appreciate you. (laughs) So speaking of our posts on social media, you also recently posted something having to do with you and a little guy named Casper. Casper, the friendly ghost. (laughs) Well, he was friendly until he was gone. Until he wasn't. Until he disappeared. Because he fucking straight up ghosted me. That was a hard ghost. Hard ghost. Or he got hit by a bus. Or he's in jail. I have no fucking idea. I mean... No idea. It just seems like he was that person who just decided... I've had enough of this. I think instead of having oh, the conversation, okay. I'm just going to disappear. Yeah. You guys dated, like, how many dates do you think you guys went on? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Four. Okay. It but those wasn't... dates, you spent some serious time together, right? Like, you were in his place. He was at yours. It was not a serious relationship by any means. Well, of course it was not. pretty new. But we were talking at least a little bit every day, and we we'd hung out several times, and, you know, nobody was meeting anybody's kids or anything. But um, talking every day seems to indicate you're moving towards something something yeah so when was the last time that you actually even saw him he was actually leaving for work early in the morning and because it was so fucking early he was like just sleep in it's fine let yourself out great okay so I did and everything was fine and we texted a little bit later in that day but then I was fairly busy that evening several hours went by I reached out later that night and I was like hey how's your night nothing so the next morning I was like hey did you pass out again after work you know hope you have a good day Nothing. So then that night, like 12 hours later, whatever, I said, so, okay, something's up. Communication is clearly not happening. What's going on? Nothing for like three days. So fucked up. And then that third day I was like, okay, well, I guess good talk. I mean, what did I even say? He needs a sack up for God's sakes. I mean, if he doesn't want to hang out anymore, just be like exactly what we said on our last episode. Be a little more direct and kind. It was great meeting you. I had a great time with you. Insert reason why. Right. You don't Whatever. Think it's gonna Fucking work make out. something but up. But Jesus Christ, don't just disappear. Straight disappear. Like the literal last time I saw him, he left me in his bed and was leaving for work. And, and nothing seemed amiss. Right? No, nothing. So then, of course, in that situation, you start thinking about like right. the guy that I was just talking about. I'm like racking my brain, which I hate because that's hate what he that. wants. Like, how do I know this person? Who is he connected to? How does he know about my past? But for you, you're sitting there racking your brain, thinking, well. 
what the fuck what happened? What the fuck like, happened? Here's what I could come up with, honestly. <laughs> there's, there's only one theory. There's only one theory. And you know what? I'm deciding that this is true because it's my favorite story ever. <laughs> well, you have nothing indicating no. that there's any other option. I don't. So. Um, and it's the most entertaining. So I'm calling it truth <laughs> from here on out. So here's the thing. That last night, we ordered some dinner and he went to go pick it up. He was gone for about 10 minutes and I was in his apartment with his dog, hanging out, whatever. I happened to take some photos of the decor. <laughs> Shut up, wait. <laughs> of the, well, hang on. I took some photos of the decor in his apartment because it was gorgeous. And this guy was kind of an enigma construction dude he's a little rougher around the edges kind of more of the type of guy i would probably probably yeah and then had this like adorable little fluffy dog and this beautiful apartment that i would have been very happy if my place was decorated that way and so i just kind of kept thinking that this dude's an enigma it was just breaking my brain a little bit the many kind of contradictions that he had in him but that knowing him kind of made sense and so megan and i had obviously talked about this a bunch and i wanted to show her what his apartment looked like (laughs) So, so I snapped a couple of photos on just on my phone, you know, of his apartment and sat back down with the dog and he got back. We had dinner, we hung out, whatever. And then the next morning, again, he clearly was trusting me well enough to leave me there and go to work. But after dinner that night, we were talking and he said something about uh, knowing what his dogs were doing when he wasn't home and like how they interacted. And he said, you know how I know? And I was like, I don't know. He said cameras. And I didn't think anything of it. So here's my thought. He went back at some point and looked at the cameras and saw the time that I was there by myself, saw me taking pictures in his apartment. And it was like, (laughs) what the fuck is this creep doing casing my apartment? You're secretly a real estate agent. (laughs) You don't really want to date him. You want to list his property I was just sale. doing some comps no I don't have any other and I'm making that up like I don't know well here's the thing is that know. you wouldn't have to make some shit like that up right. if he would have just been well, like a grown-up and honest with you he clearly doesn't care I don't think it would have been that hard for him to just be like hey so what the fuck were you taking pictures in my apartment right if I saw somebody on camera taking pictures in my place I'd be like what in the fuck are you doing <laughs> And as it turns out, I actually have a reasonable explanation. It might still be a weird thing that I did, but it wasn't actually a creepy reason. I just reason. imagine it being something he asked you about and then you guys totally crack up about when you tell him. Right. Personally, I think it's unlikely that that's why he ghosted you. I'm sticking with it because it's the you best. You have no other explanation <laughs> no. than what are you supposed to think? I, I mean, I don't know. At least the last guy I said it's not going to work out with, I did it over Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Marco Polo is. It's like a video texting app almost. Like you can send messages back and forth, but it's just a little snippet video of you talking instead of yeah, typing like, and texting. It's video messaging instead of texting, yeah, yeah. which sometimes is way more convenient and faster. So I like how I explained that like they're all fucking 80 and they don't know what video messaging is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Jesus. Well, I'm new. <laughs> and drinking. It is also nice to see somebody's face and hear their yeah. voice sometimes. I will say, so I was very resistant to these sorts of apps. Like I never did Snapchat with people and talk to people that way. But once quarantine hit and I couldn't like see my people, it was really nice to feel connected that way. It was good. So anyway, sorry. Well, okay. So I feel like I have to tell kind of the whole story. It to needs get to a the little background. Here. Yeah. So I met this guy on Bumble, I believe. And he does not live close to me. Michelle would never date him. Nope. It was essentially commuting to date. Yep. Bad idea. Never works out. <laughs> so we gave it a good go. I mean, we went out probably like seven times. Mm-hmm. 
And we sort of had a deal since we didn't live close to each other where we would take turns and I would go, you know, drive the far distance to him and he would drive the far distance to me. So right at the end, though, it started to get weird. I had this sense because some of the things he was telling me weren't really adding up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to be accusational, but I kind of feel like he's lying about some shit, you know. Then we had been out several times and it was going well. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll invite him to some kind of like socially distant group thing with my friends and see how he likes them and how they like him. I think he's great. So hopefully it'll all go well. We were going to all sit outside and do like a fire pit or something. Like a literal driveway hangout. Yeah, totally. (laughs) He says, yeah, it sounds great. I would love to do that, blah, blah, blah. So the day that we are doing it, it's like pretty all quiet on his front. We had been communicating a lot through Marco Polo because of the distance. We could only see each other a couple times a week. And it was just, like I said, nice to hear each other's voices and see each other's faces when we couldn't see each other all that frequently. So he was kind of quiet. I wasn't hearing much from him. So I sent him a message saying, hey, you know, we're going to get this thing started around 630. Can you head over around then? Predictably, I get a message back from him where he's like, Oh, I don't know. My allergies are just like really kicking my ass. It's I'm so uncomfortable. I'll try. I really want to be there. And I'm kind of like, take a fucking Claritin. Like, right? What the fuck? Your allergies? Anyway, I was like, well, okay. I mean, if you're sick, you're sick. But even if you're not feeling well, because I'm thinking it's just allergies acting up. If you could just come hang out for a little bit, it would be nice. I mean, I told my friends you're coming. They're looking forward to meeting you, whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he doesn't respond to that. So I'm like, okay, I have no idea if he's showing up or not. So we're sitting out there and it's like probably seven o'clock and look who comes up the driveway. So I'm like, oh, good. That's nice. That's the only way he was going to salvage that by not even responding to you saying like, I get that you're sick, but I will be disappointed if you don't show up. And he didn't even respond to that. Only way he salvages that is by actually showing up. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. He showed up. So he shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can't even say it without laughing. Right? (laughs) So I'm sitting there with Michelle and some of our other friends and he's like just sitting in his car He's not getting out of his car. He didn't get out of the car for like five minutes. Michelle's like, what's he doing? And I'm like, I don't, like, maybe he's on the phone. I don't know. So finally I get up and go over there. (laughs) And he gets out of the car. And mind you, there's already like, I don't know, six people there. He gets out of the car and he kind of makes this big show of like laying his head down on his arms on top of his car. Like, I feel so shitty. I have to lay here for a second. Like, oh, woe is me. Oh, I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> and everyone on our side's like, is he okay? <laughs> I actually had someone there like text me like, is he all right? And I'm like, wow, this is some serious allergies. And so I'm like, this is kind of weird and embarrassing. Like, I haven't had this experience with him. He's been so chill and fun anytime we've been together. So I'm like, wow, you're really feeling like shit, huh? And he's like, yeah. And so I'm like, well, let's go inside. You know, I'll get you a drink, whatever. So we go inside and I'm like, you're really not doing well, huh? And he's like, nah. And I'm just like lightheaded because I haven't eaten anything today. And I'm like, oh, well, just like fucking eat something then here. So I give him something. He's like, I'm going to go to the restroom 
bathroom really quick. And so I'm just standing there and finally like, oh my gosh, this is at my house. People are here. Like I can't just stand in the house while everyone's here. (laughs) So I go outside and I send him a text and I'm like, well, when you're done eating and stuff, whatever you're doing. So I go out and my friends are like, so where is he? (laughs) And I'm like, I, he's eating a sandwich. So finally he comes out and, you know, he's telling me like, he's not feeling great. Like he's kind of indicating that his stomach hurts. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Cause super allergies. allergies. So he (laughs) stays for like maybe an hour. Maybe. He's polite to everyone. Yeah. He doesn't interact much. He doesn't say much. And then he is like, okay, peace. I'm going to leave. So he leaves. And I was like, well, fuck. That didn't go as I expected. And I was kind of a little bit bummed because, like, I haven't really brought anyone that I'm Mm. dating around my friends in forever. So I thought, oh, you know, this guy, he'll be great. He'll fit in great. Nope. Didn't happen. (laughs) So the next morning, I text him. And I'm like, how are you feeling? And he's like, not well at all. I just called my doctor's office. They're sending me in a prescription for some antibiotics. They think I have food poisoning. Okay, just hold place. Let's talk about this. So the symptoms for allergies are (laughs) one set of things. The symptoms for food poisoning, very different set of things. Antibiotics don't help either of those things. I know, I know. So So then like all of my nice, kind friends that were there the night before were like, hey, how is your friend doing? And I'm like, well, he thinks he has food poisoning from his allergies. From his allergies, <laughs> but he's got some antibiotics. So it all should be okay. It should be okay. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't understand what's happening. So anyway, he definitely like kind of goes off the grid for a couple days. I kept getting weird Marco Polos from him and like strange places. And I have no idea what's happening. It's just like kind of the combination of all that and the logistical issues with seeing each other and all this other like weirdness. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I'm it's calling too much. it. Like I, it's, I'm not going down, you know, this rabbit hole. Since I couldn't ever hardly see him, I sort of sent him this, hey, I don't think it's going to work out message on Marco Polo. But I did get a message before that, which was kind of the final straw. And I feel like I should just there is no way I can play the whole message. No, but I will play a piece of it. You must you must they all deserve it. You wonderful audience you you lucky bastards. You get to hear a piece of this brilliance. Well, I'm I'm not even gonna play the worst parts. But you won't get to hear it all. I will play please enjoy. I will play this part for you. Um, I'm so thankful you always ask me, what can you do? Um, I learned to be more patient and more respectful towards women. Not females, not girls, not broads, but towards women. Uh, You're a real woman. And every time you ask me, what can you do for me? Respectfully, I want to say you could suck my dick or put your pussy on me. (laughs) Okay. I had to cut it off after that because it just gets worse. But oh, it's so bad. It's so it made me so uncomfortable. (laughs) I just and I was just like, I wow. Okay, well, nope. That's the fucking antidote, man. He doesn't need the antibiotics. He wants me to suck his dick or put my pussy on him. I didn't realize that was a cure for food poisoning allergies. I think it's a cure all, actually. Well, he clearly thinks so. Yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm then I start getting messages like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like in a twilight zone. 
Anyway, I had to send the Marco Polo (laughs) message, the recorded message that was basically like, hey, man, I'm not sure this is working out. So anyway, it it ended up being fine. But God, it's just like, even when you think you actually meet somebody that mm-hmm. could go somewhere, mm-hmm. then they're like laying on their car and <laughs> sending you Marco Polo's like that. And you're just like, well, I guess another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh, God, it's fucking tough out there. Oh, God. Jesus. Yeah. Alicia was just telling us, you all remember our good friend Alicia, about a guy that she matched with and uh this guy's profile said that he was a scorpio and that he hated pineapple on pizza she's really into astrology very into astrology and she's a scorpio so she messaged him they they matched she messages him and says hawaiian is my favorite kind of pizza so i'm one for two or something one for two yeah and then he he fucking unmatched her her. (laughs) how dare you like pineapple on pizza people feel very strongly about pineapple on pizza didn't she say something else too there was like a football player that she matched with oh yeah his profile said that he played professional football and he's like six five six five beautiful man yeah he was yeah and she's like so do you play for the hawks unmatched Unmatched. well why are you saying you're a professional football player if you don't want people to ask you i don't he was probably trying to weed him out are you here because i'm a professional football player fucking i don't fucking know man here's the thing is that you never fucking know what is actually going on with someone you don't know these are strangers and clearly you know for my first story you can start out talking to someone great and think you're gonna have a nice dinner until you find out that they know all about you i I had another conversation the other night that started out great and didn't end well this guy he and i matched and i was asking about his job which is kind of interesting. I know of a story that's been in the news that was completely related to what he does for a job. So I asked him what his opinion is on that issue. And so we had this really interesting discussion about it, talked about a couple other things. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to quit making you talk about work now. You're probably tired of it. And he's like, well, maybe a little. And I said, all right, new subject. And I said, do you have kids? And he said, nope, I don't have any kids or ex-wives or any baggage like that. However, parent is the first word in your profile. So, and he does that like hands up shrugging emoji. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Then he says, do you ever have any time to date or do anything social because you have kids? No, I'm just here to talk, man. And so I just replied, honestly and directly, I said, said, to be honest, that question drives me crazy because it's not the first time I've had that of question. Not. I said, because it makes it sound like you're saying you have kids, so you must be a real drag. And he's like, well, he kind of got defensive. He goes, well, it's not an easy question to ask either. And I haven't dated a lot of moms. So yeah, let's go. make it about you, buddy. And I was like, okay, well, this started out well, but I've experienced this in the past. Anytime someone has that stigma applied to you, like, oh, you're a mom, so mm. you must be like boring and have no time and not willing to make anything else a priority. It's like, well, yeah, my kids are a fucking priority. They're going to be my first priority, but that doesn't mean that I don't ever spend time with friends or I don't date or whatever. I mean, I'm very social. I date a lot. I also spend a lot of time with my kids. Fuck off. It's called balance. Absolutely. Okay, so this has been a good chunk of bitching. I will say, fortunately, it's not all that bad. I mean, you're seeing somebody right now who's super nice. Yeah, it's definitely not all bad. There's certainly 
a lot of examples of that that we've shared with y'all. Um, I don't know why I keep saying y'all. Like I'm from the South. I'm literally you from this city. You know what it reminds me of in the movie How to Be Single? Uh huh. When Rebel Wilson makes Dakota Johnson go talk to this group of guys and try to get them <laughs> to buy her drinks. Uh huh. And she uses the term y'all. So you're saying I'm super awkward. <laughs> she's like, I don't know why I just said y'all. I'm not even from the South. And they're just staring at her. And she's like, Oh my God, bye. Never mind, bye. <laughs> a little, little sidetrack there. I have started seeing a really nice new guy. He has been incredibly caring through this completely shitty week that we'll tell you about some other time. Can I just give you one piece of advice? Yes, please. Don't take any photos in his apartment, <laughs> especially when Fuck. he's not there. Yeah, I probably won't do that again, just in case that was the reason. I do like this guy because we were talking to him on speaker earlier. He let me know when we were talking to him that he knows some really nice, cool, single good looking guys. So I appreciate that he's looking out Absolutely. <laughs> for your friend's podcast yeah. co-host. My, my podcast wifey. <laughs> and not only is he a really good dude, but he can cook. And you want to guess how far away he lives from me? Oh my God. Huh. A stone's throw. Under three miles, everybody. Oh my God. She just came. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. That's all it takes. Oh, my God. Well, we all know that that's 80% with Michelle. I told him that, too. I said, you know, there are a lot of things I like about you, but the fact that you can cook and that you live so close to me, those are really good things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fact that it takes minimal effort to date you. No, it's not about I'm just teasing you. Uh, I'm teasing you. God. Well, Defend myself again. I went on a date with somebody really nice the other day. So a lot of times, you know, guys are like not great at taking pictures. They don't know how to fucking take a selfie. Or oh, they don't have a lot of pictures themselves. Yes. So the profiles, like you see the pictures and you don't really know what you're going to get. I could tell this was a profile like that. He seemed kind of cute, but I don't know. I liked his messaging. So I went on the date and met him and I was like, holy crap, this guy is really good looking. Like his pictures <laughs> did not do him justice at all. Much, much better looking in real life than he was on his profile. You know, and the older I get, I don't need a fucking GQ model. Oh. Not that I could get one anyway. I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> he is really good looking right. and that's great. But it doesn't really matter because if we can't really have an interesting, fun conversation, then it's like, I don't really care how good looking you are, you well, know? Especially since you've really realized that you are, you know, at least part sapiosexual. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, all that to say, it's not fucking easy, man. It's not. Hopefully, at the end of the day, it'll all be worth it. Someday, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's so much other horrible shit in the world, and this year can suck my dick. I don't have one of those, but suck it anyway. It can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Some days are better than others, and this is just a day where Michelle and I are both feeling punched in the gut by some other things and not appreciating all this dating bullshit that Mm -mm. doesn't seem as important as sometimes we think it is so it's yeah it's not important the good news for us is that uh we get to get out of town in a couple days here we're going to the beach to the coast oh my god the kids are so excited so excited they are earning money to buy hundreds of dollars of snacks apparently for their room (laughs) i don't know well they think it's hundreds of dollars because one of them said something to me about a bag of popcorn being twenty (laughs) dollars and i was like oh no only if you're buying it from the boy scouts yeah (laughs) Anyway, we obviously are feeling a little salty and we need a little break and we are getting that. So mm-hmm. hopefully uh, a little coastal next, restoration next episode. We won't be as salty, hopefully. Yeah. 
I don't really have anything else to say. What about you? No, let's cheers it. it out and everybody stay safe and healthy and we'll talk to you soon. And fucking hug your people, man. Yeah. Love your people. Let them know. Yep. It's important. Cheers. Okay. Cheers to that. Cheers.